Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Thanksgiving, and I've been up since, well, I'm always up around this time, but I, I woke up at four, and I'm like, wow, it's just too early. What should I do? But not to mention, I cooked all day yesterday, and all I made was all the desserts. I made cheesecake and brownies and these pumpkin, um, like cupcakes. But I made the I made it all keto, so it it they're low in carbs except for the cheesecake. Which no, I even used that sugar in there. So I'll let you know how it all works out tomorrow. But I'm really excited because I did taste everything and it was pretty good. But after it was cooked, I don't know. I ate it all raw. So we'll see. But today I have some dreams. And this first dream, I wanted to apologize. I got it about a month ago and I said I'd get to it the next week. And then the next week I had so many dreams that I didn't go that far back. So I'm doing it today and I'm really excited. Hi, Nadia. If you run out of dreams for today, Here's one that I had, at least the part that I can remember. I was in my car and I pulled up to the curb and unlocked the doors to ask my wife to get into the passenger side and some shady looking characters, two men in suits, were standing behind her and came up and opened the back door of the car to get in the back but waited for her to get in for some reason. I wasn't sure what to do with these shady guys. Anyway, everyone eventually got in the car and I wasn't sure what these guys are going to do. It was kind of spooky. Anyway, then I woke up. That's an interesting dream because here you are going to do something for your wife that you probably do every single day of your life. And then there's these people in suits. They're not shaggy. They're not wearing hoodies. They're not all covered up. They're in suits, which either means high crimes and misdemeanors. No, I'm kidding. I have to say that. That's all over the news right now. But it could mean that, but it could also mean safety. They didn't hurt you. They were there. They just got in. And nothing happened to anybody. Isn't that cool? That what should be scary, what should be spooky, wasn't? The first thing that came to my mind towards you is protection. You are protected. That whether you can see what's going on around you or not, nothing is as it seems. And you are protected. Men in suits are usually equated with business, are usually equated with maybe um, politics. But, you know, not many people wear suits anymore which is a huge reality. I remember when I had to wear a suit to work and pantyhose, like all of that. 
but those were all for companies that had a lot of structure, had a high degree of discipline, wanted to project a certain image, and wanted the customer to feel like they were in competent hands. And pantyhose, I don't even know when the last time I even saw a pair of pantyhose was or is. And yet, they were wearing suits when they got in your car. And they didn't do anything. You got to wake up before anything scary, bad, or mean happened. However, the realization of being protected is a hard one to grasp. And going along with this dream, I wrote about that sometimes when we don't get what we think we want, sometimes it's for our own protection that we don't. We may not be ready for it. We may not have the tools yet to face it. but that we're okay, that somebody's watching, that God has a bigger plan than what we can see. And this dream is a huge validation that you're okay, you're not alone, even if you think you are, even if you are with your wife and you think you're with somebody, you're still not alone. And that whatever feelings you have, about whatever it is you're doing, it doesn't matter what it is, that you will get there, you will be there when you have the tools to be there, that, hey, we're here, we're, we're with you, we're walking with you, and we just needed to show you that we are here. And, and interesting that it's two men and not two women, because that's telling you it's a masculine energy. It's something that has to do with you as a man. Because if they were two women, it would be more of a comfort, a nurturing that you needed. If it were a man and a woman, that would mean there was a balance between your emotions and your intellect. Not that men don't have emotions, but when you see two men in suits, you are seeing the absolute pinnacle of what we look at as a man in our society in this day, and that's who you saw. But a part of you feels protected in the knowledge that that image has. It always would look shady, wouldn't it? Because that would just throw you off in your entire dream. Easily. Because why else would two men? It's almost like the KGB is coming after you. But the fact that nothing happened is what's telling you that nothing is as it seems. The dreams we have that feel like nightmares, you know, where you're like, oh, my God, and then this happened, and then that, and then a monster came out of the wall, and you're just going crazy in the dream. And you know you're dreaming while you're dreaming, and you still can't stop it. 
And then you wake up and you're like, holy cow, and you don't forget a detail of it. Those I call our cleanup dreams. It's like someone going in the attic of your mind and taking out the trash. And sometimes it's scary to let go of our trash. But this dream is saying, I'm good where I'm at today. This is all you need to remember from the dream. Your business as usual, we're letting you know we're at your side. And we're on your side. And we're with you and we mean you no harm. And then you get to wake up with that going, why the heck did I dream that? Didn't even seem like a big dream. Why would you guys like buy my car? And why did they get in my car? And why didn't they hurt me? Because that's what you would expect. I call it the big P to my kids. That was a protection when they come to me and say, I don't know why this didn't happen for me. And I look at them and I say, hey, you know, that was just the big P. Whatever it is you think you wanted or didn't want, if it came to you, you're ready for it. If it didn't, you're not. That's how protection works. So in that, the fact that there were people there and nothing was said also tells you to be patient. You may feel a little bit of impatience, but to be patient in what you do. And normally, people who tend to be a little bit more reserved, they tend to be harder on themselves than most people because they hear and talk to and with themselves more than people who actually talk out loud, right, all day long because we're, we're always talking, whether it's coming out of our mouth or just in our mind. There's always some kind of yakking going on. But those people tend to be harder on themselves than they are on other people. They're kinder to other people than they are to themselves at times as well. So this is just saying, hey, you know what? Go with your flow. We are here. You are not alone. Be patient. Every single day is as it should. Really believe that enough to let it live in your life as opposed to the impatience. Because there's days where I'm like, but I wanted this or I wanted to say that. I I, I would see somebody and there's something in my brain that I, I want to tell them and I want to tell them. And every time I got to them, I would forget what I was going to say. Not in words. I would just literally forget the whole conversation. I would be so in the moment with them, and we'd play and do whatever it was we were doing. And then when I'd leave, I'd be like, oh, my God, I wanted to have that time. How did I not remember? That was protection. That conversation wasn't supposed to be had at that time. Now, many years later, I know that. At the time, I was impatient because I was thinking, but I wanted to tell them. And it wasn't ready yet. It wasn't ripe. You know, 
Christ always says, it's not about a right time. It's about a ripe time, R-I-P-E. I'm going to repost that today because that is the bottom line of your dream. Allow things to ripen. You are okay until you get there. I hope that helped, and thank you for waiting on me, and thank you for reminding me this morning. Jeez, I'm, <laughs> I just, but you know, you get so much inbox stuff, it's ridiculous. Okay, so here I go, another dream. Here we go, it says, another anonymous dream, if you have time. Thank you so much in advance. Two nights ago, I dreamt of being in a trap. I remembered to know the exit and how to get out, but I was comfortable in the trap. I knew it would not be long and I would leave the situation. I was not scared, but I woke up alarmed to pay attention to my situation. Now I am a bit confused about the dream. I had created a really nice life around me again. Job, boyfriend, plans, challenges, good family relationships, wonderful friends, but something in me calls for adventure. The exhilarating feeling I get when I think about traveling and living differently is just not comparable to my normal life. I know this about myself and it scares me. Am I running from something? I keep thinking something is wrong with me. And in my heart, I know I am on my way currently doing the right thing, just not for too long. Am I weird? Thank you so much again. Have a lovely day. Good morning, Nadia. I had the same dream again. This time there was an intruder in my home and he disturbs my cell phone communication so I couldn't call for help. Something is going on that I am overlooking, so I pray to God to help me see. I am so aware of every detail that's going on. Now there must be a way for me to break through these old patterns. Much love. All right. It's not about your desire to travel over and above your common normal life. Because when you're traveling, you want to come back and create a normal life. And when you have the normal life, you want to travel. What if I told you that your ego is messing with you? You could still travel and have a normal life. It may be a little different than it was only because you're going to have to time it. You're not a little kid anymore where you could just get up, get on a plane, and just go somewhere. This dream is telling you that, yeah, you could just drop all of this and go on. And then wish for all these things again. Or you could do both. So when we have dreams that want to take us out of our lives, it's not what you're going to do with it. It's that feeling of escape that you need to deal with. You're the one who feels trapped. That trap that you are in, even though you didn't, you didn't know how to get out, but you were comfortable in it, is your everyday life. But the, the trick is you look at it as a trap. The everyday life you have that you keep saying you want in your mind 
is what you think is a trap. And because you think of it that way, you keep wanting to run away from the trap. And this is just, this dream, the whole purpose of this dream is to show you how ego works in your mind once you put yourself on track. It's an awareness. Everybody gets an exhilarating feeling when they think about traveling. That's why we fantasize because that exhilarating feeling hits when we fantasize. It's not saying not to do those things. It's just saying that it doesn't have to be one or the other. You don't have to be an adrenaline junkie only on one side. And if you are, that means you have nothing and nobody. But what if you did those exhilarating things within what you call a normal life or in your dream, a trap? Why do you separate adventure from life? That's where the lack of balance exists, right there. It's how you view what you call normal life. Normal life is including. It's not one or the other. Think about it. Really think because this is getting in your way over and over again. Every time you start everything up, every time you start going forward, every time you're walking on the path that you came back and worked really hard to do, you want to run away again. So the second dream, you have the same dream. An intruder comes in your home and stops your cell phone communication so you couldn't call for help. It's just telling you, pay attention, stay focused. Don't keep jumping from one thing to the other in your mind. And I'm going to take away the stimulation that you can see the world. There's many ways to see the world and still have a balance in our lives. So what you pray to God to help you see is the message that you don't have to give up one life to have the other life. You can plan for the other life. Because when you get to the other life, you're going to get there and say, it's time for me to go home. And that that, that yo-yo of, I go home and I crash and burn and I retreat and I rest. Then I get my energy and I want to leave again. This is too boring for me. But that hasn't, hasn't been a way for you to continue. You've done it all your life, most of it. You're not running away from anything. You just don't understand that that exhilarating feeling can exist every single day. And one way or another, that feeling, no matter how you get it, can be accessed. You can still travel 
and have a normal life, whatever you think is normal. Structure is what you think is normal. Having a boyfriend, being happy with your friends. You know how many people would be grateful to have a job, a boyfriend, plans, challenges, good family relationships, and wonderful friends? And But something calls for adventure. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty darn sure it does. But it isn't one or the other. So when you're having dreams, and it's telling you that your comfort feels like a trap, that's a sign that, hey, wait a minute, let me really think about what I think of as a trap. Why do I think my comfort is a trap? Holy cow! No wonder I feel like a yo-yo at times. Why can't I be happy where I am would be a great question. Why am I always looking out to whatever's just dangling out in the sky and I whip myself out of my moment? Why do I do that? What in that excites me that I can't have today? My dealing with an illness in the family and seeing someone's life get completely interrupted by something they just did not expect to happen to them. And I thought, wow, why did this happen to them? And it taught me so much about being in the moment. And I don't mean be in the moment Meditate and put yourself back on earth. And I'm not putting that down. I'm just saying that's not what I mean. But I do mean take a deep breath and say, I am exactly where I want to be. I'm making a meal right now. I'm enjoying the meal. I'm enjoying preparing it. I'm enjoying the people that I'm going to eat it with. I'm going to enjoy the cleanup and resting afterwards or reading afterwards or watching something afterwards or walking afterwards, whatever it is you're going to do. I am not running away from this moment. The fact that you keep thinking something is wrong with you is one of the things that's wrong. What would stop someone from thinking what's right with them? Like, hey, you know what? I am a nice person. I don't want things to happen that hurt me. So I'm not going to put myself in a position to listen to something that will take all my hard work and put me in a position to have to start all over again. I'm tired of starting over again and listening to that voice that tells me that everything in my life isn't as exciting as what I could do by myself, ego. Ego always has a great entrance plan. It doesn't have a good exit plan because the exit plan is you end up lonely and you end up tired, 
and you feel like you keep starting things and you never finish them. So this is just talking about incorporation. Down to breaking the communication that you have with yourself. I know it came in as the intruder in your home, but the intruder in your home is the ego. And yet something stronger is telling you, stop the ego from talking. You don't need the help. What you need to do is balance those exhilarating thoughts you have with the life you already have. Don't destroy one for the other. That's a huge sign. And I'm glad that you shared this dream because a lot of times when we don't, we think it's something completely different, right? We think that it's all about whatever's around us isn't good enough, but that's what ego does. Ego tells us over and over again that whatever it is we're doing, it's never enough. We are never enough. And we never have been. And it reminds us of why and gives us a million examples why we aren't good enough. Your life is good enough and inject in it the things that you can do. Ask yourself, what can I do here? This isn't any different than any other place in the world, really. When you travel a lot, you find one major starting reality, and that is people are people are people everywhere we go. The scenery may be different, everything may be different, but the bottom line is once you get into their normal, their routine, you're going to be at the same place. But just going from one travel to another travel to another travel is a little restless. It's beautiful when you can do it, and I know I know this person, I know they have done it. But when you go back home, it's not the place to hate. It's the place to enjoy. It's the place to flourish in, to have a foundation in. If you feel you need a different home and you want to uproot all the things you put in place, you don't have to do it alone if you and your partner, your boyfriend, decide to do it together. And share those dreams. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. So I had one from Susan Auric that says, Dream Theme Thursday. This was last, or was put on there Wednesday, I guess. And it says, I dreamt of a great big old elephant that told me I have been dreaming of elephants all along. And then Maureen Cook wrote, I once noticed a lot of elephants showing up on my news feed, etc. So I decided to see on Google if elephants had any meaning. Thinking, what would an elephant mean? And then it said it was a sign to listen more. 
the big ears. Anyways, can't wait to hear your dream, Susan, from Maureen. Not only here, why an elephant? I know they're big ears, but they're also huge. And when you think of two big of things over and over again, nobody realizes that that big thing took time to get to. An elephant isn't born that big. The gestation of an elephant, when an elephant gets pregnant, is two years just for an elephant to be born. The mother elephant is pregnant for two years. Enjoy the process, not the result. Everything isn't a bunch of results. Boom, 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 boom. Hear yourself. Know the process. Enjoy the moment. Keep going back to that moment, this moment. Like when I'm on this radio show, I love every minute of being here. I love it. I can't wait for it. I get excited about it. After the show, it's like I burp. Like, I'm like, wow, that felt so good. Where did that go by fast? Be in our moment. We deserve that. You guys have a happy Thanksgiving. I will see you tomorrow on Questions Friday. And don't eat too much unless you're eating really early in the day. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.